Hello, hello, hello. Welcome one and welcome all to episode number 117 of the Sports Kiki Podcast. My name is Alex Reamer. It's great to be with you here this week to kick off your weekend, give you a lift throughout the week whenever you listen to the show. We're always happy to have you aboard. Uh, You may have noticed last week the pod didn't drop until Monday, and I'm blaming technology. I did everything right. I swear I recorded it on time, edited it as usual, thought I scheduled it to go live 6 a.m. on Saturday, like it does each and every week, but then I noticed on Monday, hey, there's no podcast in Spotify. There's nothing in Apple, nothing in Google. What's going on here? And it just didn't publish for some reason. So I swear, I swear that was a technological error. Nothing to do with me at all. So, foo, good to get that off my chest. But uh, we have two big stories that I want to dive into this week. Uh, I think this will take us in some interesting directions. So let's start off with Jake Daniels, who was a pro soccer player. He came out this past week. Uh, This is a big deal because, as some of you may know, there is a dearth of out male pro soccer players, especially in the United Kingdom. Justin Fashionow was famously the last out pro soccer player, gay soccer player in England, and he came out three decades ago. So it's been three decades since we've had a pro soccer player in the UK, male pro soccer player, come out, and that's Jake Daniels. He plays for Blackpool FC. Blackpool plays in the championship, which is the second tier of English soccer, right below the Premier League. And the most amazing part of this story to me is that Daniels is only 17 years old. Wow. Think of that. 17-year-old kid publicly coming out as gay. Again, the first pro male soccer player in the UK to publicly come out in three decades. And this kid is doing that at just 17. That's pretty damn cool. And what's even cooler is he's having a great season. He scored 30 goals. He signed an endorsement deal with Adidas. So everything's going right for Jake Daniels. And he says, now is the time to come out. You gotta love it. Uh, He said this in an interview with Sky Sports. My teammates have all been supportive and everyone has had my back. They've been asking me tons of questions. They've all been intrigued and their reaction has been brilliant. It's the best thing I could have asked for. So it's another example of the fact that sports are ready for out gay players Male team sports are ready for out gay players. Time and time again, we see athletes come out and the reaction is what Jake Daniels is talking about. Broad support. We saw it with Luke Prokop in hockey, Carl Nassib, of course, last year in the NFL, and now we're seeing it with Jake Daniels. Widespread support when they publicly come out as gay. And it's so important to keep hammering that point Because so much of the coverage still, when it comes to gay athletes, has to deal with the fear and the fear of being outed and the fear of coming out and how would my teammates react. And there is not enough coverage or attention paid to what happens after the fact. And oftentimes what happens after the fact is widespread elation. And that seems to be what Jake Daniels is experiencing right now. So that's pretty damn cool. Uh, The Athletic in the UK wrote a long article about Jake Daniels, and, well, they did get some heat for some of the wording in the story, and I'm going to read you that wording now and kind of give you my take on it. So, 
of course, like every publication, The Athletic tweets out its stories, and they tweeted a couple lines from the article on Jake Daniels, and this is what they tweeted out. Quote, Maybe some people wondered what a gay male footballer would look like or act like or sound like. Well, the answer is this. Jake Daniels is just another guy going about his job and should be celebrated for the lives he has just changed. All right. So have you digested that? Maybe some people wondered what a gay male footballer would look like or act like or sound like. Well, the answer is this. Jake Daniels is just another guy going about his job and should be celebrated for the lives he has just changed. All right. I gave it to you twice. Let it sink in. All right. Where's the criticism? Well, the criticism is coming from people, and this was pretty big on Twitter, a few days ago, who think the article and the wording in that article is implying that Daniels is being accepted and embraced because he's heteronormative and straight acting. What would a gay male footballer look like? Well, he's just another guy like you and me. And that's why he's being accepted. He's not different. And it leads you to that area where it's like you're saying, well, it's great if you're gay, but, you know, just don't be different. And, you know, personally, I think that's just innocuous phrasing. I mean, I've said it many times before. Yep, you know, people who are gay, LGBTQ, we're just like everybody else. You know, I don't think there's anything toxic or wrong with that expression. I think it means that, you know, we are people too, just like straight people. That's what we are at the end of the day. So that's what I really do think the writer was going for in the piece. I don't think that, again, I think it's just really innocuous wording that we see all the time. But I will say, you know, I am sympathetic to the argument that sports do breed heteronormativity. And, you know, there is something to the, to the point that, you know, you say, okay, gay people aren't different. They're just like everybody else. Well, you know, we actually are different. You know, we have a different culture. We have a different lifestyle. We have different life experiences. We sometimes look differently, dress differently, express ourselves differently. And that's great. We should embrace the difference. You know, we should be past the point where we just want to blend in. You know, I say it all the time. And this is a bit of a different, to a bit of a different topic, but it applies here. You talk about gay spaces, right? And a lot of people say, well, here in 2022, especially in a city like Boston, where I live, there is not as much of a need for exclusive gay spaces because gay people can go in and blend in anywhere. And yes, that's true. But as I was saying, I don't want to merely just blend in amidst a bunch of polo shirts and khaki pants. I want to wear a harness. I want to be with my own people. And I can only achieve that at a gay space. So that, I think, fits into this as well. We should embrace our differences. And though, again, I don't think that phrasing, Jake Daniels is just another guy going about his job, I don't think the writer means anything by it. I think he's just saying that gay people should be accepted like everybody else and we're just like everybody else, but we're also not like everybody else if you catch my drift, right? And, you know, there is that saying that we've heard all the time. 
it used to happen. I mean, Carl Nassib was a defensive lineman who came out, and people always used to say, oh, you know, I can't wait till the day where, like, you know, a big linebacker comes out as gay, or a big nose tackle, or left guard, you know, a real macho manly man, you know, like, that, that would be really great, and, you know, the more I think about it, and the older I get, I say no, like, yeah, I mean, it's great, and anyone who comes out should come out, and that's awesome, but, like, you know, I don't know if somebody who is big and burly should be particularly celebrated because of that, you know what I'm saying? I think that we're at a point now where we have to back away from that thinking a little bit and say that, yeah, gay people are different. And what would be really cool is if an NFL player came out and was maybe more feminine, right? And dressed more femininely. And again, I'm not, people can act and express themselves however they want, but I'm just saying that I do think there is something to the point that, you know, that argument, that adage, you know, just like just a regular guy like you and me can't tell the difference. Like, no, like sometimes, you know, when I'm wearing my five inch inseam shorts, like I want people to know I'm gay. Like, no, like if you are out with a bunch of gays, like I do think we dress a little differently. I think we dress better than our straight peers. No offense, you know, no offense, but seriously, I do. So it's an interesting argument. We do see it a lot in sports because it's, it's a selection bias issue Sport people who are into sports, I think, generally are more heteronormative. Um, that seems to be what Jake Daniels is, which is awesome. But you know, I also think that someone like Griffin Maxwell, who's a Princeton diver, I profiled in Outsports a couple weeks ago. They, uh, you know, are are quite fluid in the way that they express themselves, and that's awesome as well. I mean, they're wearing eyeliner in their official team pick for Princeton diving. So Jake Daniels, wear eyeliner. That's a takeaway. No, but but really, I think that that old thing, we're just like everybody else. Yes, we are, but we're also not. And it's okay to say that too. So it's an interesting conversation that I'm sure we'll dive into more uh, as the weeks go on here. Uh, the other big story that I wanted to talk about this week is something a little personal to me. Uh, Megan Barnard is a sports broadcaster in Australia. She works for Fox Sports Australia covering cricket. And she was recently outed by a now fired colleague. And I think this story really does illustrate the challenging climate that LGBTQ sports broadcasters face. So here's a story. You know, Megan Barnard has a great career. She's, as I mentioned, a famous sports broadcaster. She works for Fox Sports. She covers cricket, very popular in Australia. Yet, with all of that going for her, and she's in her mid-30s, she wasn't ready to publicly come out as gay until, as I mentioned, a now-fired colleague outed her. And the story is horrible. You know, Tom Morris is the colleague. He was making crude comments about Barnard's physical appearance and sexuality to other people. Audio was leaked of these comments, which is how we found out. I'm assuming that Morris was talking about Barnard to other men at Fox Sports Australia. He was talking about what a great body he, she has and what a knockout she is. And then he goes, unfortunately, she's a lesbian, lads. That audio leaks. Morris is fired immediately following an internal investigation. Uh, this happened in late March. Barnard originally addressed the episode on Instagram, saying, quote, fortunately, I'm at a place in my life where I'm comfortable with who I am. And I can handle something deeply personal becoming public. This week, she expanded on that point, 
giving an interview. I'm reading this from Pink News, saying no one should ever be forced to come out before they're ready. It can be dangerous. Some people might not think it's a big deal in this day and age, but it still is. No one knows what you suffered when you were younger, and talking about your sexuality is such a private, personal piece of you. And that's true for anybody, and especially those working in an industry like sports TV. You know, I think that Tom Morris's comments talking about Megan's body and her appearance, oh, but unfortunately she's a lesbian, nods. That remark really encapsulates the frat-like nature of the the between-the-break banter that happens in TV studios, radio studios, etc. And an environment like that, no wonder why Barnard would feel uncomfortable coming out and being her true self, if that's the mentality of the people with whom she's working. And this problem extends to the U.S. as well. Uh, Last year, I think Ken Schultz, one of our contributors, wrote a really good story about the lack of out LGBTQ sports broadcasters. Uh, Gay people are in sports, right? That's what we cover, out sports, athletes, and journalists. We have Israel Gutierrez and LZ Granderson and my good friend Steve Buckley and Chuck Culpepper and go on down the line. We have examples of out prominent sports writers, which is great, but for some reason that doesn't translate to the broadcast side of things. There is not a single out national broadcaster for the four major U.S. sports. So there's a disconnect there. And, you know, when I was growing up as an aspiring sports radio person, I was careful about protecting my sexuality. I came out when I was 20 years old, but wasn't publicly out in my work for a few more years. And I did radio shows. I co-hosted an internet show when I was a senior in college with a guy named Glenn Ordway, who's a Boston radio legend. And I was on the air with him for hours and never once mentioned anything about my sexuality or personal life. I stuck to the bats and baseballs. See what I did there? But really, you know, I wanted to be regarded as a knowledgeable sports person. And I thought that being an out gay person would prevent me from doing that. And I do think there is that stigma there. Now, my thinking changed a few years later when I came out during one of my first appearances on WEI. And I've talked about this many times before on the show. At that time, I was 23, soon to be 24. I was more comfortable with my sexuality. And I did think there was great power in making the announcement on air. And I also thought it was the best way to do my job because as an opinionated host, I wanted to let the listeners into my life and that could really only happen if I were honest with them. So that's a decision I made and frankly didn't think twice about it. And I think my story is a bit unique because again, radio host, different than a sports anchor like Megan Barnard. It's a much more opinionated kind of job. So I do think that your personality has to shine through. And I don't think it's hurt me at all professionally coming out. In fact, I think it's helped me. It's given me a unique voice, especially in the sports writing and sports broadcasting field. Um, But, you know, to Barnard's point, I would have been mortified if I was outed before I was ready to come out. Everybody works on their own timeline. And the fact that this happened in 2022, and that's the attitude at a major station, Fox Sports Australia. Oh, she's so hot. But, you know, unfortunately, she's a lesbian. Damn. I mean, that it's, it's kind of, you know, 1950s type stuff. And I do think that there is kind of that toxic masculinity that permeates a lot of sports TV studios, sports radio, and you do still see it. And I think the Megan Barnard story is, is, is a reminder of that. We've made so much progress in terms of out visible 
gay people in sports, but it hasn't quite translated to the broadcasting side yet. And I do think it is something about the culture as Megan Barnard's story illustrates. But now that she is out, not the way she wanted, but she's taking the mantle, leading by example. She said, if this resonates with just one person and makes them realize it's okay to be gay, then it's not something to hide from, then sitting down for this article has been worth it, she said. Amen. I say, welcome to the club, Megan. Here's hoping that one day it becomes less exclusive. So thank you for listening to episode number 117 of the Sports Kiki. As always, show ideas, guest ideas, whatever you want. Hit me up on Twitter. Some of you have been doing that a little more frequently, and I love it. At AlexDreamer1 is my username. That, again, is at AlexDreamer1. So long, everybody. We'll talk to you next on the show next Saturday for Memorial Day weekend. How about that?